This year is going to be Beskut Rav Nisimi again, because we're learning his book, his Sefer, his teachings, and it's going to be Le'inu Nishmat Eliezer Cohen Ben Angela, and also for Nathan Ben Zoya, also for Refuash Lema Chaim Hilad Ben Tzitka, also for the Sut of Am Yisrael to do Tshuva Bekarov. After saying Eshet Chayil, as we spoke about in the past two Shilim, spoke about Eshet Chayil. After singing Eshet Chayil, we finally do Kiddush. Finally say Kiddush. Now the Mitzvah of Kiddush, Mitzvah of Kiddush is learned out from the fourth commandment that it speaks about Shabbat. It says, "Remember the Shabbat day to sanctify it." Zachot Yom Shabbat Lekutsho. So what does it mean? What's remember it? So we learn how to remember it with words. Words, and the Chachamim said, do it with words whenever you do Kiddush. Whenever you do it with the wine. You do, you say it with the words to remember because Shabbat, and you sanctify it by saying with words over the wine. Now, when we start Kiddush, the Kiddush begins with the verse in Bereshit that says, Vayi Erev Vayi Bokel, Yom HaShishi. And there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. Now, if you look at it, why does it say there? There's a question over. Why does it say the hay over here? Why does it say Yom Hashishi? You're not gonna find anywhere else. If you look, you're not gonna find in any of the other days Ha Shishi or Ha. You're not gonna find Ha Ha Sheni Ha Shlishi. You're not going to find the third day, the fourth day, fifth, second, only in the, in the sixth day. So why is the sixth day different? Why is it special that it needs the hay over there? So Rashi comes and explains there's something called Gematria. Gematria is the numerical value of the Hebrew alphabet. Aleph is one, Bet is two, and on. So you have the numerical value of each number. Now, the numerical value of the He, which is the fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, comes to the numerical value of five. So Rashi explains that this alludes to the five books of the Torah, the five books of Moses. So that's why Hashem added the A to it. Why He added the A to put a certain condition, to put a certain thing that is in, in, in creation, Hashishi, on the seventh day, on the sixth day. What was the condition? Hashem said to what was created, He said, if, if Am Yisrael accepts the Torah, then good. The world goes on, everything goes good. But, if they will not accept the Torah, I will turn everything back to Torah complete nothingness, to emptiness. That's the condition. The condition is based on the Torah. It's all for the Torah the world was created. So, as we see, we look at the history, the Jewish history of the Chumash, we read it, and we see that 
the Jews were scheduled to, to get the Torah about two 2,000 years later. And when was it? It was on the sixth day of Sivan. So we see also another hint over here. What does it mean, Hashishi? What does it mean, the sixth day? It's saying the whole purpose of this world. Hashishi, the sixth day of what? Of Nisan. The sixth day that we got the Torah. Sixth day. So what happened when Am Yisrael, when the nation of Israel finally accepted the Torah? Rashi says that everything that was created in Bereshit was reinforced. It was as if it was recreated that day. So whenever we hear or whenever we say the, the sixth day, whenever we do Kiddush, it's meant to remind us, it's the thing to remind us that the Torah is the purpose of creation. This is the whole entire reason why the, Torah, why, why, the, why the world was created, for the Torah. So, the, Torah, the, the Kiddush that we read continues with Vayichulu. We spoke about Vayichulu before. Vayichulu says in, a, in Vayichulu, it says, By the seventh day, God completed His work. Which he had, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work. God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, for on it he rested. Now, by reciting Vayichulu, by actually by saying it and understanding what we're saying, we are having a testimony. We're testifying that Hashem created the world from absolutely nothing. We are making a testimony. We're going to. It's like if someone comes to court and says, "I know for a fact, I'm I'm a I'm a witness. I'm a test. I'm saying testimony right now. I know for a fact that Hashem created the world. That's what we're doing whenever we do whenever we say Vayichulu. So we say that He created the world out of nothing, and that He is the creator of the universe. That He's the King. He's the one. He's the only one. And at that time, the time when we say Vayichulu. Two angels come and put their hands on the head of the person saying it, and saying and say and, and they say, "Your iniquity shall depart and your sin shall be atoned." Meaning that if you actually come into Shabbat, how the Chafetz Chaim says, "Come into Shabbat with thoughts of tshuva," and you actually, mamash, you feel it, you want to be better, you want to do everything, then. Shabbat will help atone. It's going to be like a mini Yom Kippur. So Vayichuru continues, and it says, God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. So what does this mean? It means even just from the start, whenever Hashem created the world, right away He put the blessing and the, the holiness, the sanctity into Shabbat. All the blessing of the world into Shabbat. Right from the beginning. Also on Shabbat, what happens on Shabbat? A whole entire abundance of sanctity and blessing comes to the world. All spirituality, the action in Shabbat that people get, and all come for the for the day for the for the day of Shabbat. Come for the day of Shabbat, and for the rest of the week, the rest of the week. There is abundance of blessings. 
Why? Because simply Shabbat is the source, is the is the, the fountain and the foundation of all the blessings, the blessing and success of this world. So for 40 years, whenever Am Yisrael was in the desert, Hashem was giving blessing to them. Why? He blessed Shabbat with man. You can see that man, whenever whenever Shabbat came, whenever it was Shabbat, before Shabbat, he blessed Shabbat with man. On uh, Sunday through Thursday, he would give individual uh, portions of man. Normal, everything's normal. But on Friday, miracle happened. It was double portion. They were wondering, what in the world? How? This is a... Uh, Maybe, I don't know, something happened. It's a miracle. They went to Moshe. He says, yes, because for Shabbat. So, for Friday, it, it, it came double. One for Friday, one for Shabbat. But on Shabbat, it was nothing. Nothing fell, because even the man kept Shabbat. But we see that, that because of Shabbat, the week they got a bracha. The, on Friday, they got double portion. So, continues in Vayichulu, and it says, On it he rested from all his work, which God created, La'asot. It was La'asot. La'asot either means, like it means, it means to make. It makes it to, to make, to do, to, to unfold, to, to fix, to do, to La'asot. The Rambam comes and teaches something. He explains what it means la'asot. He says that the seven days of creation correspond to the seven thousand years, to seven millennia, uh, millennia. And in the seventh millennia, in the seventh, the seventh millennia, the seventh day of Shabbat, the, the seventh day. That means that is Shabbat corresponds to the seventh millennia, seven thousand years. So it corresponds to it, meaning that the seventh, the seventh millennia is going to be a day, is going to be a whole, a whole thousand years, is going to be a day of complete Shabbat. Meaning, it's going to be Ganeden. It's going to be Olam Abba. Olam Abba is the ultimate Shabbat. It's the ultimate spirituality, the ultimate enjoyment. The ultimate final like rest. So, what will happen whenever whenever it's Olam Abba? The whole world is going to be in perfection. It's going to be its purpose. How Shabbat was the the cornerstone, the the, the foundation of the whole of the creation. Whenever Olam Abba comes. That's going to be the Shabbat, the eternal Shabbat. So the whole world will be perfect. Everything will be perfect. Hashem's the kingship is going to be revealed. It's going to be obvious. Everybody's going to know this is Hashem. But every week, whenever we bring Shabbat, we already bring the Hashem, Hashem's kingship to the world. We reveal it more and more. We bring it more into the world. We bring the blessing into the world and so now 
continue the, the, the Kiddush, we say the Bracha on, Kiddush, on, on the wine, and then we say the, the Bracha to sanctify the day. We said, we say, Blessed are you who sanctified us with his commandments and was pleased with us and with love and pleasure gave us his holy Shabbat as a heritage, a commemoration of the work of creation. Now we can see from this that Hashem gave it with love. We say that Hashem gave it with love and pleasure. He gave us something, He gave us a matana tova. As the Gemara Masech Shabbat, uh, page 10, says, He gave us, He told Moshe, Tell Am Yisrael that I have a good gift for them. And it's called Shabbat. So Hashem gave us Shabbat with love. He said, This is my daughter, take care of her. Treat her well, treat her nice. Now, it says, continues, and it says, the day that is the prologue to the holidays, it says in the Kiddush, now what, is it, what does this mean? If you look in Vayikra 23, Leviticus 23, we would see that whenever it mentions the holidays, it mentions Shabbat before the holidays. That's what it means, that it's the prologue to the holidays. What does that mean? Why? Why? Why is it before the holidays? Because in the holidays, it happens on days that are set specifically on the lunar calendar. If it's on, whenever it's on the fifth, uh, the fifteenth, it's on the, it's on the fifteenth of the lunar calendar. But what's the what? But why? And, and when is it? When when is the when is it actually put? Who who says when when it actually gets put on that day? The Chachamim, the Beddin, decide when the Rosh Hashanah is going to be. They decide that they, they look at the moon and they figure out when and how the new month is. So because of that, since they figure out when the new month is, from that day when they decide today is the new month, from 15 days from then is when the holiday is going to be. You have a whole entire whole entire system of how and when to do it. It's not just a free for all, but in the end, it's the bedin that decides when the when the new month starts. And because of that, 15 days later, whenever they decide when it's going to start, is when the when the holiday is going to start. But Shabbat, Shabbat is so special that it's specifically set by Hashem every week. Every seven days, ever since the beginning of creation, is Shabbat. That's why it precedes all other holidays. Continues, it says, commemorating the exodus from Egypt, Yitziat Mitzrayim. Now, what's the connection between Shabbat and Yitziat Mitzrayim and the redemption of Egypt? The Ramban comes and explains that whenever Hashem took us out of Egypt he saw that he manipulated nature he didn't just do it like okay fine let's go take our bags and leave 
He did it in a way that showed that he was the master of everything. With the ten plagues, even the Egyptians, with the lies, they said this is the finger of God. With the splitting of the sea, he made the whole entire the, the whole. This is not a natural natural thing to happen. He showed that he was the master of the world, and he showed that he was the one created it. He created it. He has full control over it. And whenever Hashem took us out of Egypt, He says, "You're going to be my nation. That's going to bring message of my kingship to the world." As He says, He says, "You will be to me a kingdom of ministers and a holy nation." And you could even see that the the Gentile prophet Bilam. He saw the family purity that we have, and he says, he said the the, the famous song that uh, Ashkenazim sing, It's a very nice song, but Bilam said it. it doesn't make a difference in the end Torah. Whenever we have Torah, if it's true, it's true. It doesn't make a difference even if Bilam says it. But what is the thing is that he said that he he says. He says, How good are your tents, O Yaakov, your, your dwellings, O Israel? And he saw, what did he see? He saw that, that because of this, he said the pasu, he said the verse, a people that dwells apart and is not reckoned among the nations. So we're not part of the nations. We're not part. We have. We're Am Yisrael. Am Yisrael. And we know that the Gentiles, the Goyim, are not are not allowed to keep Shabbat. It's asu. It's forbidden for them to keep Shabbat with death penalty. Why? Because it was given only to uh, only to to Am Yisrael. As it says, as the Kiddush finishes off, and you gave us, and you gave us the, your your holy Shabbat with love and pleasure, as a heritage, blessed are you, Hashem, sanctifier of the Shabbat. Meaning, it says as a heritage, you gave it to us as a heritage. Whenever something's a heritage, it goes down from family to family, from descend, uh, descendants. So it was given to our forefathers. So we it's, it's ours. It's not theirs. Whatever they're taking it, they're stealing. Whatever they're keeping Shabbat, they're stealing. So it was given to us in heritage. So it's only ours. It's not the it's not the goyim's. Now, after drinking the kiddush, the wine, we finally wash our hands for the bread. Say hamutzi. Eat the bread and enjoy the meal. We sit down, dress nicely in a nice dress clothes, you know, fancy clothes, dignified, some modest clothes, meant for Shabbat. We have specific Shabbat clothes. Why? Because we're at the king's table, we're at Hashem's table. We sit over there, husband and wife sits over there as a king and queen 
but they have their kids, the nice small prince, small princess. It's like a royal family eating in a nice royal feast, having nice delicacies on Shabbat, singing nice zmirods, nice Shabbat songs. And they enjoy the good gift that Hashem gave them. Hashem gave only to the Jewish people. Gave it from their treasure, from, from his treasure chest, from his treasure house. And, but whenever we're supposed to sit down, whenever we sit down, we're supposed to enjoy. We're supposed to enjoy the food with all our, all our body, all our soul, all our happiness. But whenever we do it, whenever we enjoy it, we're supposed to do it for the sake of Hashem, the sake of Shabbat, and to honor Shabbat, to honor the occasion, the special occasion that we have now, by saying words of Torah, speaking words of Torah, saying some divrei Torah about the parasha, about the weekly Torah portion that we have this week, and singing nice songs, nice zmirot, Whichever one, we have a lot, many, many zmirot for Shabbat. We have Kirshma Shabbat, endless, Karibon, beautiful songs written by Kabbalim, very, very smart people with hidden meaning inside the word, inside the, the song. Now Hashem says, it says also another thing that has the word good in it. Over here we have good, we have Shabbat, it's good. Hashem says, I gave you a good gift. But he also says, We have talk over here also, I have given you a good teaching. Do not forsake my Torah. And the Mishnah in Prakei Avot says, The three who eat at a table and speak the words of Torah, it is as though they have they, it is as though they had eaten from the table of Hashem. How do we know this? How do we see this? Because it is written, and he said to me, This is the table which is in the presence of Hashem. Which is the thing that uh, Ezekiel Yeheskel said. So we learned it out from that, that Pasuk that whenever you speak the great Torah is as if you're speaking, you're, as if you're sitting at Hashem's table. So we could bring so much Kedushah to the table whenever we're just eating, just randomly some, especially on Shabbat. That's what the Mishnah is saying. Mishnah is actually speaking about just on a regular time, whenever people are sitting down eating a regular meal. But on Shabbat, all the more so. How much, how much blessing, how much Kedushah we're bringing to the world. Now, finally, the end of the meal, we have the chance to say, to do, finally, we have the chance to do a biblical commandment, which is to say Barakat Amazon. Barakat Amazon is one of the, it's one of the, the, the only blessings that the Torah says specifically to do. Usually we have brachot that the Chachamim, the sages made uh, made for us. We have shahakol, whenever we drink something, drink water or something, 
we have a geffen when we drink wine. Amotzi, whenever we eat bread, but berkat hamazon, whenever we finish eating, this is from the Torah. This says it specifically in the Torah. It says, achalta v'savata v'rachta. When you have eaten and you are satisfied, you will bless Hashem your God. Yet, whenever we do it, we treat it like it's nothing. We treat it like it's, we treat it like a very, not so, not so seriously. This is much more, even important, more important than Shemona Yisrael, than Amidah. Amida is a very important thing, so much so that you, there's times that even whenever you're in possible danger, you can't move. Only whenever you're in force danger. If there's a snake around you, you don't move. But if there's a scorpion, you move. Because it's, scorpion is, is dangerous, it's most probably it's going to sting. So then you move. But Amida, if a snake is around you, you don't move. And Berkat Amazon is a lot more, it's a lot more important. Because this is from the Torah. But why do we treat it like it's nothing? We make joke. We make uh, we we make jokes while we're saying Bukhtamazon, We're laughing. We're the and we're making signs to people. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. We're pointing to our son. Do this. Do this. Do this. If we were talking to a king of a very wealthy, respectable country, in front of him, we have a personal audience with him. And then we go, point to someone in the thing, we say, mm-mm-mm. we tell him to someone, we, we start uh, gesturing. The king is going to be like this, you're in front of me, or you're, you're looking at them, you're, you're talking to them. Either the king is going to get upset, he's going to kill us on the spot, or at least, the minimum he's going to kick us out, he's going to say, this is the type of thing, I'm the king and you're disrespecting me like this. How do we do this by the king and kings in front of him, in front of whenever the person that actually gave us all the food? Right now we're eating at his table. He's the host. Now, there's a special passage that we add on Shabbat, specifically for Shabbat. It's called Ritzeh. Ritzeh is added to the Berkat Amazon on Shabbat. Now, there's this very strange thing that happens sometimes. What's the thing? We eat the first course second course, enjoying it, third course, enjoying it, already ate like a cow, we have side dishes, then we have the desserts, the nice cakes, nice everything, we're already mamash, like we're already gained a few pounds maybe, and then finally comes time to say thank you to Hashem, Whenever it comes to eating the food, we're eating, we're swallowing, enjoyment, oh, it's so good. Finally, whenever it comes to it, what do we do? We swallow the words, now we're, uh, we're swallowing the food, now we're swallowing the words also. But we're doing it without any feeling. We're swallowing the words of the thing and we're just reading through it. We're not saying thank you, Hashem, for giving me this food. It's so it's amazing. And not only that, also whenever we're going fast through it, we finish it and we ask ourselves, 
Wait, did I say Rutze Vachitzin? Did I say Rutze? I don't think I said it. I don't know. Did I say it? Did I not? Wait, did I even say Rukh Mazun? I don't know. You start to figure out maybe this, maybe that. For Kavanah, for the food you had, but for the Baracha you didn't have. It's very sad. It's very, very sad. This is Mamash, an embarrassment. This is Bizayon. We have concentration for a full hour while we're eating food, nice, everything, but for a few minutes, the Sebrakat Amazon, even the first few words, we already lost our concentration. We have to be able to read it slowly, nicely, kavanah, with concentration, and read it from the book, not from your mind, and then looking everywhere, looking here, looking there. Satashem, we will grow in being able to say Bukadamazon with kavanah. We will understand the good gift that Hashem gave us. We will be able to sanctify it and cherish it, enjoy, know what it is, feel what it is, and bring holiness and sanctity into the world. Baruch Adonai Ravam, Amen, Vam,